Hey everyone, welcome back to the iHeart Podcast. My name is Jonathan North, and today is another semi-repeat in that the first 10 or 11 minutes or so will be a review that I did last year with my friend Katie Fabric talking all about the French animated film A Cat in Paris. However, after the brief review at the beginning, the rest of the episode will be brand new as I recently did a Q&A with Katie and thought that pairing it with a short review would be a great way to get to know her. That's all I've got for an intro, so let's get on with the review. Go ahead and introduce yourself. I'm Katie Fabric, and I'm a animation student. And 2D animation's kind of like always been a thing in my life. So whenever I see anything 2D animated, it just makes me super excited. And your channel's just so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. So it's a funny story. Uh, I was listening to a podcast that I like to listen to while I work. Little plug. Um, the inner tube. It's cool. Check it out. If you haven't watched it, but um, Jonathan asked a question about branding, and I was very, I'm very curious about stuff like that too. So, and um, I decided to check out his channel because they said he did movie reviews, and I love movies. And I watched one of his videos, and I'm like, hey, these are cool. And then um, I really liked his Wonderland Wednesdays because I love Alice in Wonderland. Probably not as much as Jonathan. <laughs> I, I don't know if I understand the book that well, but it's a good story. And then we just kind of found each other on Twitter, and I was super excited when he followed me back. And so <laughs> I was like, yes, first cool person to follow me. I don't follow everybody who follows me, but like if I see they're like interacting with me more than usual, I might check their page out. And I liked what you have. I think. I'm I'm excited to see where you end up going because I think you're going to do good things. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> um, the reason why I probably picked Cat in Paris is because it's traditionally animated and that always really impresses me because of how much work has to go into it. And it had such a weird style to it. It just felt so French. I was like, this is such a weird but fun movie. And so I just wanted to share it with other people because I thought it was a very different story. So I didn't know what to expect going into this movie because like the only thing I knew about it was the name, A Cat in Paris, which doesn't really tell you a whole lot. And like, I didn't read the description beforehand. I'd never seen any trailers. I'd just seen like the poster or the cover art, just the cat on a rooftop. Mm-hmm. So like, I had no idea what to expect, and I was really surprised at how good it was. Don't watch the trailer. It spoils everything. <laughs> I watch the trailer afterward, and I'm just like, no, don't watch that. It, it kind of gives away spoilers, so. Okay, I'm glad I didn't watch the trailer then. <laughs> I like how they don't explain everything, like all the backstory to the characters, because mm-hmm. it really um, feels like it's, told just like here's some people they live their lives you don't need to know from their childhood to their adulthood what uh, motivates them the entire life they just kind of just start showing you and you can fall in love with these characters yeah you kind of figure out what has happened in the past based on their dialogue yeah and i'm just like why don't people do that more often (laughs) so without giving too much away why don't you like tell the viewers a little bit about the movie 
So the movie is about a cat who lives two lives. During the day, he lives with a little girl named Zoe, who is adorable in my opinion. Um, and then during the night, he's a cat burglar with a cat burglar. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a really cool premise to tell two stories and connect them. Within the first few minutes, I was already like into it because it was such a unique premise, this cat living a double life. But then, and I'm not going to like go into any spoilers or anything, things kind of take a turn. And there's like this whole backstory that starts coming up into the forefront and starts um, mixing the two lives that the cat has together with, um, it's, it's hard to talk about without like ruining it. Yeah. <laughs> I really want people to go into this not knowing anything because that's how I went in. And it's, it's just like, it's such a nice surprise when you start discovering what this is about. It's really hard to talk about movie because you're just like, oh, I want to spoil it for you because the story is so well laid out. And yeah. if you say one thing, you might spoil the whole story. And so, yeah, there's, it's just, it's such a well-written, unique story. And I really like the style as well because it's very unlike a lot of American films. Like, I think American films borrow a little too heavily on the Disney style sometimes. And mm-hmm. I, I do, I'm not knocking Disney. I love Disney and I love Disney's style, but like, I like there to be a variety and I like that this one was just so different, like very stylized. You could tell that it was based on like a specific person's artwork and it was like that those drawings were brought to life. Yeah. Um, in an article I read, the storyboard artist would storyboard each each scene and they would just enlarge in that and just animate from, he would almost animate the whole thing and they just fill in the gaps kind of. I think I can tell that because it's, I don't want to say it's like not polished because it is polished, but it's sort of, I don't know, it feels more like a, a rough drawing than like, like drawings come to life. And I just, I really like the style. Yeah. I love the fluid discs when they, um... Oh, yeah, like going across the rooftops. Yeah, it's like, it's not realistic, but it's so cool. I know, and the way the burglar, like, does his flips as he's, like, escaping or going into houses, and it's so well done. It's just, I, I love the style of this movie. Hey everyone, I just wanted to jump in here and give you a quick spoiler warning. We really wanted to talk about some really specific things from the second half of the movie, so if you haven't seen this film and you're very spoiler-averse, you may want to skip ahead about three minutes. If you don't mind hearing about a couple of minor twists, then feel free to keep listening. One thing that uh, I really like about the story is how childish the villain is. I kind of feel like the story is told from Zoe's perspective because the villain is extremely childish whenever he's not around Zoe, like he'll splat a quiche in the guy's face. Um, But whenever the story progresses and Zoe becomes more like connected with the villain, um, he begins to get more like impulsive and violent um, because it's something that she actually experienced. It's kind of like a childish view of the story because, like, um, the cat burglar, he isn't shown as a bad guy. He's shown as a good guy 
I think maybe that's because um, maybe they just wanted you to root for him. Yeah. But in Zoe's eyes, he was a good guy. Aside from like stealing people's jewelry, <laughs> he was good. I I I, I kind of wanted there to be like a little more focus on that. It seemed to be glossed over at the end. It was just like, well, he saved the little girl, so all is forgiven. But like, yeah, true. <laughs> at the beginning, he was robbing people's houses. So, <laughs> I mean, uh, forget the jewels. Forget the jewels. <laughs> I I mean, I guess if he totally is 100% for sure reformed, I guess I'm okay with it. But like, (laughs) as long as he doesn't go back into stealing from people again. Yeah. um, (laughs) One wallet a day. (laughs) (laughs) One thing that I really liked was the nanny, the housekeeper, Uh the person who took care of Zoe. Like, at the beginning, I wasn't really sure what to think of her because she seemed so nice, but she was mean to the cat. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I really liked how she was totally accepting that Zoe would keep the little dead lizards that the cat brought in. Like, most people would be, like, totally disgusted. Like, I guess I would be totally disgusted if a kid was dragging (laughs) around dead lizards. But, like... It, to me, that kind of shows that the kid is like curious about nature, and mm-hmm. I feel like that. As much as I want to be disgusted by that, I would feel like I would need to like be accepting and sort of nurture that curiosity. And I liked that the housekeeper was was that. But then yeah. she was mean to the cat, and I was like, "Why is she so nice, <laughs> also mean at the same time?" And then you find out that she's actually working with the villain, and yeah. I just made sense. But I kind of, I did like that twist, like when you hear her talking off screen, my jaw dropped. I was like, oh my word, <laughs> the housekeeper, she's been spying on them this whole time. Don't trust her. <laughs> I thought that was such a good twist. There were so many twists and turns in this movie. It was just, it was so good. This is an animated movie I would pretty much recommend for anybody. Yeah. Guys, my twists and turns as the fluid animation of the cat burglar. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I guess that's going to be all for this episode. Um, Do you want to tell people where they can find you online if they want to follow you? Yeah, sure. I'm KT Draws Things at uh, Twitter. I'll have a link to your Twitter down below if anyone wants to look you up. I usually post art and silly little tweets, I guess. So (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so check her out. Like I said in the intro, this review is just the beginning of the episode. I recently had Katie back to record an episode for a series I'm doing for the podcast all next month. More on that later. And while I had her here for that recording session, I thought it would be fun to do a little interview with her to let listeners of the podcast get to know her a bit better. Okay, so to start with, why don't you just tell us a bit about yourself? Where do you work? Do you have any pets, hobbies, things like that? So, I'm Catherine, aka Katie, I like that, that's my nickname. Um, I'm, I've been drawing all my life, and that's what I still do, hopefully for a living soon. My hobbies are making stuffed animals for people, and playing video games, watching movies, watching television, loving animation. <laughs> uh, I, I do have pets, I am however allergic two animals so that's not good (laughs) um but yeah i have four cats two dogs 
Uh, we have cows and chickens and ducks. Oh, cool. Oh, and I have a rabbit. Her name is Loki because she's one mischievous little thing. <laughs> <laughs> Do you live out in the country, like on a farm? Yeah. Okay. I sort of grew up on a farm, but we didn't have animals or anything. Mm-hmm. I, my family raised mushrooms, which is a very <laughs> weird, weird farm to grow up on. But Mushroom farm, that sounds, yeah, that's good. Hobbits yeah. love you. <laughs> so what is your favorite movie? Ooh. Mm. <laughs> so many. Um, one of my favorite movies, I can't really pick one, but one movie I've been watching since I was six months old. <laughs> when I taught myself how to load up a VHS tape, um, what is Tarzan? Disney's Tarzan. I've been watching oh, yeah. that movie all my life. I adore it. I love the songs. Um, I love the animation. I don't care if there's 3D in there. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's just one of my favorite movies. I love it still. I cannot find a fault in it. So, ha. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I like that one too. I haven't watched that in years. That'll be one I'm looking forward to once I get there in my rewatching through the Disney canon. I love the soundtrack to that one. Yes. So what is your favorite TV show? Like it could be something in the past or maybe something you're watching now. Hmm. For animation, one TV show that I adore is Kim Possible. Okay, yeah. I would watch that movie whenever I went on, I would watch, I didn't have cable growing up, but um, whenever I went on vacation, we'd stay at a hotel and I would wake up super early to watch Kim Possible (laughs) while I was waiting to go to the zoo or wherever we were going on vacation. And I wanted a naked mole rat when I was a kid because I thought Rufus was adorable. And then I saw a real naked mole rat. I'm like, you know what? Never mind. (laughs) Yeah. I I feel like Rufus is, a, a big exception. <laughs> really hideous. Yeah. <laughs> this this next question is probably a bit redundant, but your favorite Disney movie? I'm assuming you're going to say Tarzan. Well, I'll pick a different one since I love Disney movies. Uh, another one I really like is Pinocchio. I think oh, that mu- movie is beautiful. Uh, Jiminy Cricket is great. Um, the song he sings at the beginning is great. It's one of the only opening credit scenes I wouldn't fast forward through as a kid because <laughs> I wanted to get to the movie. Uh, but <laughs> um, I liked Pinocchio. I liked the um, I Got No Strings on Me scene a lot when I was a kid. Uh, Monstro didn't scare me when I was a kid. So <laughs> I, turning into a donkey scared me when I was a kid. I was like, I don't want to turn into a donkey. Yeah. <laughs> I, I recently... Like last year, I rewatched this one with my cousin so we could do our review on it. Mm-hmm. We both did not remember how <laughs> traumatizing that it was. Like, I didn't remember it being traumatizing at all because I watched We had it when I was a kid. I watched it a lot. Yeah. I watched it and I was like, I don't know if I'd show this to a little kid. <laughs> 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 that donkey scene, that yeah. was like nightmarish. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, and, and the the bad guys, none, the bad guys all basically get away with being bad guys. None of them get any sort of nope. comeuppance. 
was like, wow, I did not remember this being this dark at all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but it's just a beautiful movie. I can watch that one so many times when they, like Snow White and Bambi. Those are just some of the most beautiful Disney movies. Oh, definitely, yeah. The, the, the first five that he did before the war era, they're beautiful. Really yeah. amazing. What is your favorite Pixar movie? I might have to go with Wally. I love Wally. <laughs> that that's mine too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I love that movie. I love movies that can convey a lot of story without having much talking to it. Yes. And yes. Wally just hits the nail on the head, so I was just like, you just fall in love with that adorable little robot. Yeah, Pixar is so good at that. Yeah. Who is your favorite Disney character? Hmm. If I'm going original, I would have to say Donald Duck. I'm not original in that at all. But, <laughs> um, but if I was to say, like, when people mostly think of Disney movies, I'd have to say Mushu. I love Mushu. Okay. <laughs> yeah, of the original Disney characters, Donald's my favorite, too. <laughs> yeah. He's great. Yeah. Who is your favorite Disney princess and or prince? Either or or both. Whatever. Hmm. My favorite Disney princess. I do really like... Um, okay, the name just flew out of my head. Hang on one second. <laughs> Go back. Um, I, I like them all. <laughs> They're my childhood. I watch Cinderella most out of my Disney princess movies, so I'll pick her. But my favorite Disney prince is Naveen from Princess and the Frog. Okay. I really like him. I saw that movie (laughs) once. I need to rewatch it. Yeah. It's good. I like that movie. What is your favorite book series? Book and or series. Like, if you have a favorite standalone book... Or a favorite series? Mm-hmm. I really like um, Inkheart. I cannot remember the author's name. Sorry. So <laughs> I, um, I don't know that I ever read the book, but I remember I saw the movie years ago. I don't remember much about it, but I remember the movie. <laughs> That's another movie that I will say that I enjoy and most people didn't. <laughs> I think it did a good job of narrowing down the book. However, I do not like the sequel books of Inkheart. Hmm. Okay. Because Spoilers, they killed my favorite character. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. Um, I love Narnia. Mm-hmm. Hobbit. I loved Hobbit when I was a kid. I read that 20 times at least. And mm-hmm. I did not know how to pronounce any names. <laughs> so I made them up myself. I still call Thorin Thorn. So, I mean, he was annoyed. So I was like, oh, he's a thorn. <laughs> This one's it could be from the ones you've already mentioned, but do you have a favorite animated movie? Hmm. Might have to go with Tarzan on that one. I still really love that movie. <laughs> okay. I kind of figured. Yeah. <laughs> what is your favorite animated series? And this is another one you could do past or present. All right. Now I'm really enjoying the rebooted DuckTales series. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, because Donald. <laughs> yes. And I really like Webby. Yeah, Webby. I like her too. It's just like, oh, they're, 
that was me as a kid, and that just really resonates. With me. I, was like, I was that weirdo. I was that weirdo that no one wanted to hang out with. <laughs> yeah, she's great. Yeah. Do you have a favorite animator or artist? Hmm. I've got to say, um, Glenn Keane. He really inspires me. Mm-hmm. Um, Sean. Um, I know he goes by Cheeks. <laughs> Um, he's, he is, um, a great artist. Um, he did the character designs for the TV series Spectacular Spider-Man. I can't remember his last name. I'm sorry. That's okay. (laughs) But I think he's got a really great art style. And it's very flexible, so he can really push it. And you're just like, wait, that's the same guy? (laughs) Wow. And I do like Residence. Painters like Michelangelo, Leonardo. Renaissance. I really like residents. I can't speak. <laughs> Renaissance artists. <laughs> I'm a Native American. <laughs> I can't speak English. Yeah, but I like them as well. Okay. Paintings are cool. And I wish I could do it, but I can't do it. Uh, yeah, me too. <laughs> I can sort of do it, but not to anywhere near that degree. No. You're just like watching someone paint and you're like, okay, that looks nice. And then they add one splash of color and you're like, wait, wouldn't that look like that? No, it's just like gorgeous. That's not helping me. I can't learn how to do that. Yeah, I know the feeling. (laughs) What was your favorite cartoon growing up? Like I said, I liked Kim Possible. I always also liked, um, oh wait, that wasn't animated. Um, Oh, Arthur. I watched Arthur a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Arthur was great. I I forget about that, but yeah, that was like a staple in our house. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, oh, yeah, Arthur. I watched that all the time. I've like watched every episode as a kid. And I didn't even have cable, I would rent it from the library. And it's oh. hard to rent Arthur from the library. <laughs> it was just on PBS. We only had like five channels when I was a kid, but PBS played Arthur, so we got that. Yeah. This next question, I think you've already answered it, but I'm going to ask it just because I think it's kind of ironic that I already had this listed as a question to ask people. <laughs> the first animated movie you remember watching. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've talked about Tarzan. Yes. But another one I watched was Disney's Hercules. Okay. And I know that one has a bad reputation. I admit it's not the best Disney movie. I really loved it as a kid. Um, it was one of the first DVDs we owned, but I was scared of the um, Hydra. Mm-hmm. And But I loved the movie, so I'd still watch the movie, but every single time the Hydra showed up, I'd run away crying, no, Hercules bites! <laughs> and so now... We don't call that movie Hercules anymore. We call it Hercules Bites to my family. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah, I really like that movie too. I I feel like it's kind of a little underrated nowadays, but yeah. I, I really liked it. The character designs are really solid. I like how they try to veer away from the original Disney style. Mm-hmm. And the music. The music is yeah, so good. Yeah, the music, you're just like, you got to jam to that music. That's great. 
What is your favorite animation studio? Hmm. I really like Disney. I mean, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and because I grew up with Disney. I also, um, on more of my anime-like, I think Madhouse is a very good animation studio um, for anime. I don't watch all their stuff. There's too much. But <laughs> um, I think they're very good at, I mean, anime is really cool, in mm-hmm. my opinion. I, that was my teenage angsty. I was just like, you can't tell me what to do. I'm going to watch my anime. <laughs> and I was just like, and now that I got older, I'm like, what was I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> what were some series that they do? I don't recognize that that studio. Um, they did uh, Full Metal Alchemist. Okay, that I recognize that I title. That one's really good. Um, it's dark. Don't watch it around your kids. <laughs> <laughs> they did another series. It was a short series called Death Parade. It's I haven't heard of that one. About what it sounds like. Um, it's quite interesting. It's kind of like when you die, you go to this casino, and then they judge you how you were on life, and if you get um, reincarnated or if you um, go to the bad place. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep that family friendly. I don't know. <laughs> Another not kid-friendly uh, show, but I yeah. think it's very well animated, so. I feel like there's probably not lots of anime that's very family friendly. <laughs> True. <laughs> like Studio Ghibli, I know. I yeah, Studio I don't... Ghibli. Studio Ghibli is great. You know what? I, I take that back. Studio Ghibli. Is... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love Studio Ghibli. I love Studio Ghibli. I think there was one movie I didn't enjoy of Studio Ghibli, which was done by his son. It was some dragon movie. Legend of Earthsea. Was that it? Probably. I don't remember. I just remember the bad guy's name being Cobb, and I, I couldn't take that seriously. <laughs> so. Yeah, that one's like probably the most forgettable one. I watched it once, and I haven't watched it again, so it yeah. probably would be my least favorite, too. I don't remember disliking it, but I remember reading that everyone hated it because it was so different from the book. Like, they changed practically everything about it from the book. I, For the most part, I love their films. They're yeah. beautiful. My last question is, what is your favorite obscure animated movie? Something that a lot of people don't really know about. Hmm. I'm a big fan of Cat in Paris, as I've stated on your channel before. Mm, Um, I also like their Phantom Boy. That's a good one, too. I still need to see that one. Yeah. I feel like there was one, but I guess it's so obscure I can't even remember it, so... (laughs) Well, I feel like most people won't have heard of Fandom Boy, so yeah. I think that counts as a good obscure anime. <laughs> okay, well, I think that's all my questions. Cool. Now, I've, no one will trust my movie tastes. Because <laughs> I like all the hated Disney movies. <laughs> uh, uh, people need to just let people like what they like. <laughs> right? Yeah. 
Thanks again to Katie for joining me for this episode. I'll have a link to her Twitter in the description below if you're interested in seeing more from her. She's a really great artist and it's always fun to see any new drawings she's working on. As I teased earlier, Katie originally joined me to record an episode of the podcast for next month, and the first episode of that series will be coming next week. The next episode will be the beginning of a month-long project every week in May celebrating my favorite Disney film, Fantasia. May is my birth month, and as the next movie in our Disney movie marathon is Fantasia, I thought it'd be fitting to celebrate both at once. So I'll see you next week when my cousin Sarah will be joining me to talk about the original Fantasia film, and I'll have more details on the rest of the series in that episode. I'll see you then! Thanks for listening!